Hey y'all, this is Don, aka the Interactive Nanny, coming to you guys live and in living color from Interactive Nanny's world, where love and play are interacting. So this is the, you might as well say Labor Day Eve, so a lot of us parents and adults won't have to go to work in the morning or tomorrow or whatnot, so we need to take advantage of our three-day weekend, because I know I am the children y'all don't have to go to school as well so enjoy y'all's extra day out of school but let's get on down to business we're gonna um we're gonna learn about some brand new people in this episode let me see let me see we're gonna um out of the little leaders bold women in black history we're gonna talk about or learn about, shall I say, Rebecca Lee Crumbler, Crumpler, Rebecca Lee Crumpler. Rebecca Lee Crumpler was born in 1831, and she passed in 1895. From the very, be- she was a physician. From the very beginning, caring for others was was a part of Rebecca's life. She was raised in Pennsylvania by her aunt who provided health care services to the people in her neighborhood. This passion for helping her community became her life's mission. She attended a private school in Massachusetts and went to work on and went to went on to work as a nurse for eight years. In eighteen sixty, she applied to an all white medical school, the New England Female Medical College, a bold and risky move, but she was accepted. Rebecca graduated in 1864, becoming the first African-American woman physician in the country. Out of more than 50,000 physicians in the United States at at the time, only about 300 were women, and Rebecca was the only black woman. She began her practice in Boston, specializing in care of women and children. But when the Civil War came to an end, she moved to Richmond, Virginia to work with the Freedmen's Bureau. The fallen Confederate South was extremely hostile to the newly freed slaves, so Rebecca worked with the Bureau to provide health care to them. Rebecca had been born free in Delaware, the state with the highest number of free blacks before the war. She was new to the, to the adversity and racism of the South, but she endured it for the sake of helping the poor and needy. Throughout her career, Rebecca had a particular passion for helping women and children. In 1883, she published a two-part text titled, A Book of Medical Discourses. The first part focuses on the care for infants and the second part on women's health. It is possibly the first medical article published by a black woman. And out of the little legends, exceptional men in black history, we are going to learn about, let me see. Hold on, y'all. We're going to learn about Bass Reeves. Bass Reeves. Let me find his page. Okay, here we go. 
Bass Reeves. He was born in 1838 and he died in 1910. He was a deputy U.S. Marshal. Bass was born enslaved in Arkansas. As a boy, he was made a personal servant to Colonel George Reeves, who allowed Bass to learn to use a shotgun. Bass was so skilled that he even excelled in Turkish shooting competitions. When people saw how good he was, they barred him from competing. Bass understood that as an enslaved person, there was no winning for him. Bass, George took Bass with him to fight for the Confederacy in the Civil War. Bass was unable to escape. Bass was able, I'm sorry, to escape to Indian Territory, present-day Oklahoma. He did, he hid until the end of the war. Learning the languages and customs of the Seminole, Cherokee, and Creek peoples. It really was in the Wild West, a lawless land for miles around. Since tribal courts had no jurisdiction over U.S. citizens, many criminals crossed into Indian territory to hide out. It was the job of the U.S. Marshal to go in and capture the bad guys. In 1875, when the head of the Marshals needed to appoint his deputies, he thought of Bass, who knew the land, spoke the languages, and was an incredible shot. Bass was one of the first black deputy U.S. Marshals. It was a dangerous job. In Bass's time, more than 100 marshals were killed in the line of duty. He was never shot, but had a few close calls, including one when the bad guys got his hat. <laughs> he brought in around 3,000 criminals. Before long, people far and wide knew Bass's reputation. The toughest nails, sharp shooting, six foot two black deputy. He could shoot with both hands, but Bass chose to shoot only when necessary. Instead, he liked to use disguises and tricks to outsmart the criminals to make an arrest. It wasn't just about bad guys for Bass. He loved animals and went out of his way to stand up against animal cruelty. It's speculated that Bass was the inspiration for the Lone Ranger, the fictional mass hero of the Old West. There is no way of knowing for sure but we do know that Bass was a real-life good guy who fought for justice. So those were the two people that we learned about today on Interactive Nanny's World. I hope you guys enjoyed talking about Bass Reeves and Rebecca Lee Crumpler, Crumpler. And we will be back next week with something new and fresh, something fun. So um, moms, dads, grandparents, nannies, teachers, cousins, and whoever else that is interacting or caring for children, if you would get the little ones, gather them around, let them listen to Interactive Nannies World so that they can be informed and learn about new people that we probably never would know about, um, moms, dads, and adults in general. There are We are going to be talking about more topics that will be helping you guys and giving you guys kind of I guess advice or help or even comic relief of some sort but then <laughs> anyway this is Star aka the Interactive Nanny signing off from Interactive Nanny's World where love play interacting and we'll be back next week for the next episode until then you guys be safe enjoy the week enjoy your Labor Day and I'll talk to you guys next week next week bye bye